this recording. This is episode 51 of the Restricted Zone podcast, and I'm with my fellow co-host today and a special guest. Uh, Chris, introduce yourself, man. What's going on, everybody? Let's have a good show today. Absolutely. Uh, Greg, introduce yourself, man. Colin, an honor and a privilege to be with you again, fellow co-host. Yes, uh, excited for our another dialogue. And to the fans, you could have been anywhere else in the world and you chose to be here with us, and I appreciate that. Y'all be easy. Absolutely. Definitely appreciate it, 100%. Mar, introduce yourself, Magic. What's up, Colin? Thanks for having me today. Big thanks. There's a special guest coming here for today's episode. He's going to bring some heat and some fire. Brandon, introduce yourself, man. What's going on, y'all? Thank y'all for having me on y'all podcast. Absolutely. So now it's going to be strictly football on today's episode, uh, NFL, to be more specific. And we are going to cover, do a short recap of Thursday night football between the Cowboys and Tampa Buccaneers. I mean, Dak Prescott, he threw for 403 yards, three touchdowns and one interception. Tom Brady, four touchdowns and two interceptions for 379 yards. I mean, it was a great, it was a great battle. We saw some interesting things. Colin, you on mute? And what could you? Sorry, what could you take away? So now we're gonna dive into Thursday night football. What did you? What did you take away from the Cowboys and Tampa Buccaneers uh, play in the matchup between those two? How do you think both of those teams move forward in this current season? I'm gonna swing it to you, Chris. Okay, well, I'm gonna start with the Buccaneers real quick. Um, I felt as though that they played a really well, a really good game. I feel like Mike Evans needs to be more involved. He felt like a non-factor. Not saying they, they obviously didn't need him because they won, but he just felt like a non-factor to me out there. Uh, I'm not really mad at the turnovers they had because the interceptions that Tom Brady threw weren't really his fault. One was a hail mary at the at right before halftime. The other one went through Leonard Fournette's hands. So you can't blame him for those two for those picks happening. Chris Godwin did have a costly fumble late in the second half, but luckily it didn't cost him anything. But I feel like moving forward, Tampa Bay is still going to do basically what they did yesterday, and they're going to improve on it. So I feel like they're going to be fine. Now, Dallas, the other hand, yesterday was the first time that I can admit that I, I can see why Dak, de- quote-unquote, deserved the contract that he got. I feel like $40 million was a lot to give a quarterback of Dak. But today he showed me – but yesterday, I mean, he showed me a little bit of why he deserves that contract. Now, what I was disappointed about with the Cowboys is C.D. Lamb because – all offseason, I'm hearing about how best in, in terms of receiving core, the Cowboys are near the top. Maybe not at the top, but near the top because of the weapons they had. And they have weapons, but yesterday was a really winnable game for them. And parts of the reason that they didn't win was because of C.J. Lamb dropping passes that he shouldn't have dropped. I mean, he had three or four drop passes yesterday that would have put him in position to whether kick field goals or put him in better position to score. And he just let his team down. Now, outside of that, it's, I would just look at the offense as a whole because there's no way that you get four turnovers off of the defending champs and you can't capitalize on them. Or all of them, you can't capitalize on at least half. And then you got to look at special teams because what's his name, Greg? What was his name, Greg something? He uh, he missed, he missed what, three field goals yesterday? Two extra points in the field goal. That's, that's points right there. And they only lost by, what, two, three, four? So it was a really winnable game. So... I feel like the Buccaneers are in a good situation moving forward, but the Cowboys let that game slip away. They shouldn't be on one right now. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair analysis. I mean, Mara, I want to swing it to you. I mean, so what was one of the key things you took away from whether it be from either side of the team, whether it be the Tampa Buccaneers offense or defense or the Cowboys offense or defense, you know, some of the key players in your minds that stood out in the game? Um, well, I'm going to start off with Tampa Bay. And what I noticed from Tampa Bay is that they really can just – they're basically like the Warriors. Like, when they had Kevin Durant, you don't really have a go-to guy every night. You just have guys. So it doesn't really matter. Like, you don't really have to say, this is my number one, this is my number two. You could just go in the game, and everybody has that number one factor, and then people follow up behind. And so I feel like the Bucks are still going to be unstoppable on offense, and I feel like they're going to be doing the same thing as last year. But – their defense, I mean, I'm not surprised by what it did, but I feel like they should have got, you know, like 
the way they play in the Super Bowl, not saying always relying on their line, but their secondary should be more, you know, um, like disciplined when it comes to receivers, especially with a receiving core like Dallas and with a team like Dallas. But um, and now about Dallas, I actually like coming into week one, I told people I wouldn't put my money on it, but I was telling people I think Dallas is going to win or like they, they can win this game. And I was pretty confident in saying that. But because I just felt like Tampa Bay was going to come off sluggish, they were going to feel too cocky. And I feel like people underestimate the Cowboys. Not saying they're the best, but, you know, when they play together as a team and they're in rhythm, and then once they figure it out, really Dak, once Dak figures it out, they're really hard to stop because he's the main. Everybody else is going to fall in under uh, what he's doing. So, but the, the Cowboys defense is just, is, is just bad. Like, not, like, Tampa Bay does have a great receiving core and all, but I just... I feel like Dallas didn't improve on what they could have improved on in the draft. You feel me? But um, no, I think, but no, yeah, that's 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 all. Okay, that's no, that's another great analysis from your standpoint, Greg. Before I swing to you, uh, Chris touched on and Mark touched on two key points. Mark talked about the defense not improving, and Chris said uh, that Dak Prescott was worth the contract we see over the summer. Uh, do you also believe whoa, in that? Whoa, whoa, those stuff. Twist my words. I said I saw glimpses of it. I still don't think he's worth glimpses. it. I saw glimpses of why he should have gotten Okay, he saw glimpses of it. My correction. He saw glimpses of it. But with, with that being said, do you feel like that Prescott will be playing as well as the type of quarterback who deserve that type of contract? And what's your thoughts on the quarter? What are your thoughts about the Cowboys playing playing situation overall, whether it be offense or defense? Just want to ask you that. Um, can you say those questions again? I'm trying to process it in my brain. Okay. Well, whether or not that Prescott, uh, in Chris's, Chris's word, he showed glimpses of a quarterback that had that deserved that contract over the summer. Do you also believe that that Prescott showed glimpses of deserving that contract he received over the summer? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I think the, the part of the arguments that we haven't, like, really touched on yet is the fact that Ezekiel Elliott ran for 11, had 11 rushes for 33 yards. And this man is coming off a, a certain – this man, by man, I mean Dak Prescott, is coming off uh, a season where he tore his ankle up and then he had problems with his shoulder coming into the season, and yet he was able to throw for 60 times and put up and, like, almost won the game against uh, against the Tom Brady, like, Super Bowl ch- defending champion Buccaneers. The I think he did show glimpses of being able to – to be the starting, I mean, to to be have earned that money, and to be honest with you, one play in particular that really defined the game for me, that showed me, like how far Ezekiel Elliott in particular had come, like Zach, they had thrown the ball so much that it got they got near the goal line towards the end of the game, and it's I think it was the third down play where they pitched it to him, like first of all, people were already were so focused on Dak. That they gave Ezekiel Elliott, the man that's making $90 million, a one-on-one matchup. Ezekiel Elliott gets paid $90 million to beat a one-on-one matchup. It's him and the defenders stopping him from getting to the goal line. If he hits, if he is able to outmaneuver the player, it's an easy touchdown. But not only did Ezekiel Elliott not make any positive, not only did he not score, he even get any positive yardage. He was just stopped with a third-string cornerback in Adams. That was making the tackle on him. So it told that told me everything because typically in a Zeke led or in a Ezekiel Elliott demands a lot of attention. So for them to be put a one-on-one on him told me how well Dak was performing throughout the game and how pass heavy they were. So he did earn his money. I'm more disappointed in Ezekiel Elliott more than the defense. Because I think, you know, we saw heard about how like he's learned lost all his weight. And, like, each year since his rookie year, his numbers have gone down a little bit more every single year. And, yet we heard all these reports about how he's improving and he was getting better. So I was really excited. And for him to put up that type of performance, now, mind you, they when they got behind, they had to pass more. So it does make sense. But, like, even when he had chances or, like, they were, like, driving and stuff like that, he didn't really do anything of significance, even when he, with the rushing attempts that he did have, to make me feel confident that that, like, in the running game moving forward, which makes me feel like they're going to have to rely on that even more. 
Oh, okay. That's definitely no. I could definitely see some points from what you had give off in your statement. I want to swing this off to Brandon, uh, the Cowboys fan. I should have started with you first. You are the Cowboys fan. Should have started off with you first. Uh, so just give me your analysis from how you seen your Cowboys play, and then also give me a prediction for the Cowboys this season. Uh, so what's the what's the record looking like for you in the future this season, uh, Mr. Cowboys um, fan? I can't call it a record just yet. I will say this. I was even though we took a tough loss, I was very proud in the sense of our Cowboys. I think we we didn't lose the game. I'm sorry, I feel like Tampa Bay didn't win the game. We lost the game. Like I feel as though like he said, like Greg said, Zeke has to get more positive yards. He needs to get upfield. Like there's no reason you should have eleven attempts for thirty three for thirty three rushing yards. That's like not realistic. Um as far as Dak I did think that forty million was kind of steep, but he proved for the forty million on Thursday. Like I said, he threw for over four hundred yards. One game. Listen, after one game, it's looking promising. I'm not gonna say he deserved it all the way. I do think he was overpaid, but we have to wait and see. CD Lamb, okay. he has to catch the ball. All right. Like point blank period, <laughs> he has to catch the ball. Um, and for the kicker, I really just ain't got much to say about him. Like, he's just terrible. Well, the kicker is coming off of off-season back He is coming off of back surgery. I did hear about yeah. that. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, like, I think it's going to take him a little bit. And he didn't have any off-season reps. So I think it might take – he's typically an accurate kicker. So I think it's going to take him a little bit of time. It, like, he was showing his rust. But I don't think it's going to be a, a problem moving forward, to be honest, for the rest of the season. I would hope not. As far as the defense goes, I think everybody kind of knew that the Cowboys defense is very suspect, especially that secondary. And it's true. Um, I do like Micah Parsons. I think he's if he keeps getting better, I think he's going to be a real problem in this league, hopefully. Um, And as far as Tampa Bay, like they just made a couple mental mistakes, but I think they're going to have a good season regardless. Like, they got a lot of weapons. Okay. Okay. Can I make a comment real quick? You sure can. Because it was just going off something that Greg said. Greg, the only reason I didn't mention anything about Zeke is because at this point in his career, I feel like he's not not worth being talked about. And to be honest, I mean, no, I'm not even trying to come bad at Zeke or anything. But when you look at his career, every time he's had a great season – was because he had a great offensive line. And that's going back to Kyle. Ah. I mean, for I mean, I'm just thinking about it. I remember Jordan Howard when he was back in the Chicago Bears. I want to say the year was 2017-2018. Him, if you looked at his numbers compared to Zeke's numbers, they were very similar. But the big difference was Zeke had have, have his line of pro bowlers, all pros. Chicago's line is terrible, but they had the same numbers. I'm not saying – and I mean, Zeke has talent as a running back, but I've never seen Zeke do anything good without at least a great – I'm not saying they're good, without at least a great offensive line. So now he's in a situation where his offensive line isn't as great as it normally is, but we see the results. Same with last year. He was – people were calling him to do, to do a little bit more last year, not take over, but they were calling him to do a little bit more with Dagwood there. And what they do, he didn't step up. And like Ray said, every year since his rookie year, his numbers have been – decreasing don't you think that's a problem that that's a problem somewhere i mean it's definitely it's definitely a problem but what we're doing we have to like when you get a contract is based off of past performance is what but most importantly like what do people think you're going to do for you he got his money after leading the year within a three-year span leading the league and rushing twice and like finishing like and then there was one year where he was suspended i think for a couple of games so mm-hmm. like they're trying to trying to get Zeke back to that stature. And at the end of the day, like we can talk about like all that he isn't, but like people are still trying to think about what he can become. And the reality is Dallas Cowboys aren't going to win a Super Bowl unless they have a run, a balanced offense. Like he can't just be on the pass game all the time. So like Zeke needs to get better. So the hope is that like, as, as like prominent as, you know, Dak is throwing the football, there has to be a compliment in the running game. So, so for that, like they don't, because I mean, then it gets predictable on offense, which makes it worse 
in terms of like overall numbers. So at the end of the day, like I mean, Zach Martin also wasn't playing, which could have played, which could have played a factor as well. But I personally believe the brothers make it. Like I said, the brothers making ninety million dollars. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be lighter and slimmer. I understand maybe he doesn't. He's not the person that we thought he could be. But if he's not putting up like 85 yards a game rushing, you know what I'm saying? Like what? Like why are you getting this bread? Like you feel what I'm saying? Like I understand that's not where the offense is shifted. But if they're really trying to win a Super Bowl, you cannot win it with just. They're like no Super Bowl team wins games just by running, just by passing. That's the whole point. Like it has to be some type of, of balance. So we need to get Zeke that's averaging five yards a carry, 85 to 90 yards a game. If that Zeke isn't there, bro, I like the Eagles winning the NFC East, respectfully. Uh okay. I mean, Chris, you want to add anything else? I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, besides the Eagles on the NFC East, I feel like if it's not Dallas, it's gonna be watching the football team because of that defense. But outside of that, I mean, he didn't say anything wrong, but at the same time. At some point in time, if Zeke is continuing to be on this da- in this downward spiral, is at some point you gotta be like, all right, we gotta go in another direction. That's it. Because right now, because right now, if you if you have a big contract that you're not that you're not performing, you're just eating up cap space. That's all you're doing. Okay. All right. So moving on to the next topic, it's gonna be a pretty intense debate here. Uh, I'm already anticipating it. Randy Moss versus T.O. Who's the better? wide receiver, whether it be career-wise, overall, you know, their career stats, just just overall, in your opinion, who's the better wide receiver? And it's going to be pretty intense. So, I mean, I want to start off with Mar first. I feel like Mar got an interesting take on this one. Uh, Mar, who, in your opinion, was the better wide, wide receiver overall, whether it be career accomplishments, you know, everything? Terrell Owens. Um, Is that, that's not that's not in the debate to you, sir. No, it's not a debate to me. Um, oh, talk to him, King. When we when we <laughs> when we uh when we talk about Randy Moss and Terrell Owens, I mean you could bring up records, but if you're gonna bring up records, the only thing Randy Moss has to in is touchdowns, and he only has about three more touchdowns. You feel me? I mean, To got Randy by like 600 yards. That's not a lot either, but Ooh. three touchdowns that really ain't nothing, but. When you think of T.O., you can think of a complete receiver, a receiver that can do it all. When you think of Randy, you know, you you, you just think of the game Moss. You just throw it up, he'll catch it. And plus, look at the like the quarterbacks T.O. played play with. I mean, he didn't have a Brady Tom, so. And look, and look what he was still accomplishing. So that's, that's my take on it, and that's why I have Terrell Owens. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chris, what's your stance between uh, Randy Moss and – T.O. debate. Who, what side are you standing on? It was. It's honestly only one specific reason why I'm picking Terrell Owens over Randy Moss. And like Mars said, all the stuff he said is very true. But the only reason I'm picking him, I picked T.O. over Randy is because I've never seen anybody do what T.O. did in the Super Bowl on one leg, and that and he shouldn't. Right. And he shouldn't have been playing right. at all. But no, on one leg still. Just what he again, whatever he wants out in that field, still run his routes well, still breaking, breaking free a little bit with some speed, catching balls all on a bad leg in the in yes. the biggest game of the year. So Can't the thing, I, and when I look at Randy, even though I have my, even though I have my issues with the San Francisco 49ers on their Super Bowl run, he lost. He their team lost. The the greatest offense that we've ever seen lost. To lost. Not because of his offense. I'm not going to blame it all on McNabb because the Patriots did do a little sneaky stuff. But T.O. at least put up a really good fight. I don't even remember what Randy Moss did against the Giants. I've never seen anybody do that. And like Lamar said, when you think of Randy Moss and T.O., you think of a complete receiver when it comes to T.O. You see route running. You see, you see, you can see him Moss, but you see him getting open. When you look at Randy Moss, it's kind of like we see him just for being just a tall athlete that can just catch over anybody. And that's why we praise him so much because he's a freak in nature as a, as a wide receiver. But we would actually look at what a wide receiver is. Names that come to mind should be Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, Chad Johnson, Andre Johnson. Like guys like them, they were actual receivers. They weren't given genetics that made them better. They're just actual receivers. So that's why I, 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 like, I like the key highlight. They weren't given genetics to be, make themselves superior. So that's that's definitely a key highlight right there. Uh, 
Greg, I saw you, you know, clamoring behind Mars statement. So, I, you know, your team T.O., I believe. Like, I think the thing that distinguishes T.O., I would say I think Randy Moss had the better start to his career. But I think, like, like those numbers that Randy Moss put up with the, with the Minnesota Vikings, you know, across, like, um, just, like, across the board, were just some like some of the most fun. I think he had like 18 touchdowns in his like first year. Like his time with the Vikings in particular was like 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 stuff of legend. I think overall though, what always why TO is better than Randy Moss is his consistent attitude and his like w- desire to consistently work to get better. Because like once TO once Randy Moss got traded from the from Minnesota to the Raiders, his numbers started were reduced drastically, and people started to talk more about his character, and he got more fights. You know, what I'm saying, and people were talking about his his attitude, straight cash, homie, like this persona about him, about like you know him as a player, like took more was was like was highlighted more after towards the end of his Vikings tenure towards when he got traded to the Raiders and people were down on him, which is why the, the uh, Patriots was able to get him for so cheap once they got him for what they got him for, because people were kind of starting to lose faith in him and like his character and all that stuff. And then once he got to match with Tom Brady, that's when it like, on, it was like a second like uh, act in his career with rent with Terrell, people talk about his character too, but that never impacted his performance. Like the brother, the brother was all pro for three separate teams. Do you know how hard it is? He had two, he had three 200 yard games with three separate teams. Do you know how crazy that number is? You know how much time people talk about they got to build rapport with a with a quarterback, like wide receivers got to build rapport with quarterbacks. That that's that's tough. Meanwhile, everybody's like talking crazy to you because they think you're a bad you're a bad person you have bad character and then you you go out there and drop 200 yards like in games against P- other teams or you know it's just it's just it's just crazy what T.O. was able to do with how much scrutiny T.O. had gotten that's the thing so T- uh Randy Moss got a lot of scrutiny but he wasn't always putting up the best numbers you know I'm saying to back up the scrutiny and to keep people watching T.O. was like oh you're gonna hit on me I love me some meat. I'm going to ball on you. That's that's really what it is. And, I mean, T.O.'s numbers speak for his own. So, I really don't feel like – I think it's it's a shame that T, that Randy Moss got into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot and it took T.O. Three, three times to get in. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. It's disrespectful. It's, it's borderline it's disrespectful. disrespectful. It's borderline disrespectful. And if I was mm. and if I was T.O., I literally would have done the same thing he did. I, I'm not surprised why he didn't take the, the, the Hall of Fame bid. No, okay. You know what? That's actually an interesting take. I mean, Brandon and Mar before I, I mean I mean Mar and Chris before I swing it to Brandon. Do you also you know agree with Greg's statement about it being disrespectful? You also agree with that 110 percent? I mean I'm gonna ask Chris first, go ahead. I mean, what did he do to not deserve to be first ballot? Hmm. That's true. I mean, yeah, he was I mean, think about it like this. I'm again I'm not taking anything away from Randy Moss because he was a phenomenal player, no doubt about it, one of the greatest wide receivers we've ever seen. But outside of just his attitude, what has he done that's bad? Uh, hey, people, like I said, people only people only question him because of his attitude. Literally only that. Why? That I is don't true. know. Because he because he has a different demeanor than everybody else. But at the end of the day, he still goes for that for your team, no matter who the quarterback is. No matter how good or bad his team is playing, and will do whatever it takes to win. And you know, like Greg and like Greg said, I can't say that about Randy Moss because when he was in Oakland, yeah, he was around a terrible team, but he always didn't do what it took to win. Which is why his sure. trade value dropped. Mm. Okay, I mean, uh, all right. So Brandon, and so and to end wait, this wait, all, wait, Kyle, Kyle, I got oh, I got to ask uh, Chris a quick question. So All right, go ahead. if T.O. if T.O. never did that in the Super Bowl, Chris, would you would you still have T.O.? I don't even need an explanation. I just it's a simple yes or no. I would. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. So, uh, Brandon, uh, I'm gonna swing it off to you before we move on. Uh, you know, who are you standing on with on the T.O. versus uh, Randy Moss? Who's the better wide receiver? In your opinion. 
I mean, realistically, it's T.O. My personal favorite is Randy Boss. But, like, you can't deny what either one of them did. It's just that, like Chris basically said, and Greg, T.O. always went out and performed no matter the circumstances, no matter what people said about him. Randy Moss, he kind of psyched out from time to time. His numbers kind of showed. But you can never take nothing away from T.O. Granted, I do think that the NFL Hall of Fame is kind of biased, and they kind of pick favors of who they let in because he should have been the first ballot without a question. No question. But, okay. I don't – yeah, you just got to go T.O. Everybody knows that T.O. is the more logical answer. Okay. Or that actually, I want to. So, uh, and this is really for Greg and Mark. So, and, and just hear me out when I when I make this comparison. In terms of like, you know, everyone's talking about his attitude, but you know, he was he made such an impact on the game, on his position overall. Would you consider compare him to like, you know, the AI uh, of the NFL in terms of you know being disliked, you know, controversial, you know? But he he was the guy that always put himself. You know, he gave a hundred, a thousand, ten percent. You know, he put it there all on the line. You know, would you would you say that's the kind of comparison in terms of like the controversy? You know, as an icon, a figure in, in, in the know, sports world. You know what's crazy? I personally believe that Randy Moss is more of a relatable comparison to AI than than Terrell Owens because I hmm. think just Randy Moss's impact on a generation, bro. Like I I remember being in fifth grade and telling kids that like when we would throw up the football. And then I would catch it over and everybody would be like, oh, well, I, you got Moss and stuff like that. Like, I feel like I feel like Terrell Owens was just the constant, the consummate, like his worth ethic was unmatched. But I feel like he didn't really have as much of an impact on the generation as as Randy Moss did for some reason. But just off of that alone, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like more people would know who who Randy Moss is more than Terrell Owens. And I don't know why. I don't know why, but I felt like I don't know. He just made more eye-catching plays than Terrell Owens, like more like "Oh my gosh, I can't believe he did that freak of nature" type plays, but which made a more of an, an impact on society. But everything about Terrell Owens is better, and like when I like when I see stuff like that, it makes me feel like even though Terrell Owens' numbers is top three all time, it makes me feel like he's underrated because. Because Randy Moss, the, the manner in which Randy Moss got his plays were more flashy and more eye-catching and more talked about, people think he's better, but he's not. Okay. And, right. so, can I reply to him real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Now sweet it, it, it was just one thing. I was saying how he doesn't see how um, Randy Moss will be remembered more than T.O. And I feel like Randy Moss only going to be remembered more because, like Alan Iverson, he was just the influencer. Like he wasn't just the athlete, he was influencer. That's what he I was trying. That's the question he, he influenced the generation. And like I mean, we can all say T was a better wide receiver, and I believe he is, but just like how as of right now, I'm just saying as of right now, I believe Matt Johnson is the greatest point guard of all time. But Stephen Curry was a bigger influencer than Magic Johnson was, or is going to yeah. become one. Right. And so when you like and like 20, 30 years, 40 years, we look back on that comparison, we might say Steph Curry. People gonna talk about Steph Curry more than Magic Johnson. Not saying that he's gonna be a better player, but it's just that he was a bit better influencer. That's just how it is with Randy. Randy's just a bigger influencer than T.O. was. He influenced a generation. He made a game. He, we literally have a child's game because of him. Okay, that that's very good points. I mean, Mark, uh, based on the question I asked you, do you feel like that's a fair comparison, or or not? Uh, I mean, Chris made some great points. Greg made some great points. You co-signed, you know, basically the same thoughts. And you were saying Randy the AI, or were you saying T.O. the AI? I'm not there. Uh, uh, I was talking about uh, T.O. the AI. But, you know, after hearing what Chris and Greg said, I could see why Randy Moss was a better type of comparison. In terms of, like, the controversy, the influence, you know, like. Mm. Um, well, I wouldn't really necessarily. Well, like, for the same reasons they said and for, like, how you just said it, you know, we could put Randy in that conversation. But I don't feel like T.O. has that right because – they were like, I feel like they would pick at T.O. and then wait for him to react and then still blow him over. But they would still, like, pick at him for other stuff and then still be mad when he would react to the stuff that they would like. Like, certain players you could pick at and they'll leave it alone and they won't address it, but T.O. would address it and make the situation 
bigger or better than what they prepared for. Like they sent like 50 cameramans to the man's house while he was trying to stay in shape. So, and then he actually came outside and was working out during it. And people were saying stuff about that. So I feel like when they pick at him and he just like finds a way to do, to just outsmart him and make it like something for him. I just, I felt like they were, that's like, they weren't really doing that to AI as much as, or like, as big as they were doing to the TO. Okay. All right, that's fair. So we're going to move on to the next topic now. So it's another debate between two, you know, uh, great quarterbacks, especially in their primes, uh, Eli Manny and Big Ben. Uh, in terms of, you know, whether it be career, achievements, stats, anything, you were throwing everything all into one, who is the better quarterback, you know. And I want to swing it to Mar first because, you know, uh, just talk to me, Mar. Who, in your opinion, is the better quarterback? Man and Eli, I mean, I mean, so much they, they got they got same amount of super. Bowl. Listen, I'm not gonna get into the the overall into the real stats. I mean, somebody can bring it up while they are, and I counter right. it. But I'm not gonna bring it up. You feel me? Because I don't. I I I know numbers don't win you games. You got the best stats mm. ever, and you can still lose a game. So numbers don't win you games. That's all I'm oh. saying. Okay. All right. Wait. Wait. So, because if numbers won you games, we wouldn't have won the Super Bowl twice as a wild card team. So, when you when you have Eli Manning, you have Ben Roethlisberger. You know they Ben Roethlisberger won his. You know he won his, but he also had a lot of key pieces on that team. Not discrediting what he did or anything, because for real, for real, you know he he recovered he recovered one of the fumbles in the Super Bowl to keep them alive. So. I'm not going to, like, talk down on Big Ben. But I just feel like Big Ben, his his like his like clutchness or when he's playing under the pressure, I just feel like I have no faith in him. You feel me? I feel like it's more of his receivers than it's him. Not saying he's not putting the ball where it's at because in the Super Bowl, that was, that was, that was like, all him. Like, he made that last throw. But when I also think of Eli, I know Eli's going to mess up. And I know Eli might do this, but at the end of the day, Eli's not scared. Like Eli is fearless. I know he'll throw a pass knowing yeah. he won't throw the whole game. But when the game's on the line, he knows where to put the ball and he knows how to get it there. And he's not easily shook. So I feel like I'm taking Eli Manning as the better quarterback because when he messes up or throws like interception, I feel like he's he sees what he did wrong. And when he does it again, he's trying to go like he's trying to go a different route with it and put it somewhere else instead of, you know, just moving on from it. I feel like he's learning from it every time he does it. OK, that's definitely a great analysis. I mean, Brandon, so I want to swing it to you, uh, you know, uh, you know, as you know, being the fan of who you are and watching, you know, competing against Eli Manning and watching compete over your team for years. Who do you believe in your opinion uh, the better quarterback between Big Ben or Eli Manning? Piggyback off of what Mars said, I might have to get us to Eli. I feel like mm. Eli's been up, he's been down. He's been he know what it's like to have to figure it out a different way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Granted, right. you know, we've seen Eli mess up and mess up bad, but he knows how to deal with it and keep it pushing. I don't think Ben might I don't think he has that trait. Like he's never we've never really seen Ben at his worst. But we've seen Eli at his worst, and then we've seen him turn it around at the same time. So I'm going to give it to Eli. Okay. All right. So, all right, Eli. Two Eli's. I mean, Chris, I want to swing it to you. Uh, who are you rock and rolling with, uh, Big Ben or, or Eli Manny? Bro, I'm sorry. I appreciate Eli for everything that he's done. I appreciate him for mm-hmm. ending the almost perfect season and beating them again. with the, He threw that beautiful pass to Mario Manningham. Michigan mm-hmm. alum, and I appreciate everything that he's done. And he is clutch when it comes to the Super Bowl. Don't know why, but he is clutch when it comes to the Super Bowl. But I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I gotta give it. I have to give it to Ben. I have to. Mm. That's, and it's just for the fact that at the end of the day, I still can't get over what he did. Just his rookie year alone. Just his rookie year alone. There, what better way to send what to send a great running back like Jerome Bettis off to into retirement than win the Super Bowl as a starting quarterback? And it's not like you. It's not like you were like like they relied on you. You you stepped up to the plate. 
You did what you were supposed to do. It's it's just I've ne- we've just never seen anything like that before from from a rookie coming straight into the league. And not only that, but also during that playoff run, there was a there was a game the game against the Colts that they were supposed to lose because Jerome Bettis fumbled the ball. He fumbled trying to go to the end zone. He fumbled. Guess who made the, the touchdown saving tackle that ultimately led to Pittsburgh winning? Big Ben. He got back on defense and made the tackle. A shoelace tackle, but made it. So I'm not I don't know what B means when we said we never seen Big Ben at his worst, but I've seen Ben step up to the plate when he needs to step up. I've seen him lose games. I've seen him win games, but I but I know at the end of the day, Ben is going to do whatever it takes to win, just like Eli is. But Ben doesn't make as as many as mistakes as Eli does, in my opinion, which is why I'm going with Ben. Okay, all right, man. I, I you like, made some great one, points. One, one more one more example. I just got to, I just got to put up. Just how I was talking about like, Eli Manning making great passes, like tomorrow Manningham to David Tyree, which was a great catch, but also he had to put the ball right in the spot where he could catch it. Nope, I. This wasn't talk. This wasn't brought up yet. Something breaking up. The pass that Ben Big Ben threw to Santonio Holmes in the corner of the end zone against the Cardinals. I there's I still went to see a better pitch perfect pass than that. He put it in a spot where nobody else could make a play on it except Santonio Holmes. Now but it was he a great can't catch do it again. Well, but huh? he can't do it again. What do you mean he can't do it again? He doesn't have like, to. I, 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 I brought it up earlier. I said he made that throw. I, but I still don't believe him because, like, you don't make, you can't make that throw again. Then had to make it again. You only need to make it once, and it worked. Out. But what I'm saying, but I'm saying, you're saying you got him over him because I'm not saying you only saying because it's though. But you're saying I'm still waiting for a throw. But it's like he didn't do it again, so it's not like okay, he did it one time, and I understand the one time he did it. In, but it's like but you brought up the, like it's only one throw. Like, but but Mar, in fairness, bro. That's not fair because Eli Manning threw up bull, threw up some bull, bro, in the first Super Bowl, and the bull just caught it up against the top of the summit. That was a hail mary in all of his but, senses, bro. So did he really what about do it the, the first Manning time? Pass? What about the that's Mario the, Manning? Okay, pass? that's one. Right, but I, so I compare one, one pass from Ben to one pass to Eli, that's, though. That's, that's, that's all I did. One. That's that's one versus one. Because you're not going to tell me that that other Super Bowl, the first one, was something that he intended on doing. That was luck. That was luck. In every sense of the word. So really we're comparing one versus one. But I'm saying, but yeah, but I didn't, but when you bring it, when you bring those one passes up, it's just like okay, it's but I'm that's the same thing about Eli. It's one pass. That's why I wasn't that's why I didn't bring it up in my kids. It was just one pass. But I'm saying like okay, sorry. I, you're right. All right, that's fine. I'm good. You can go to the next person. Okay, I, I, can, right. I can speak. Collins, I can speak. I can, Collins, I can speak now. If I yeah, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I mean, T.L. Big Ben, who you rock and rolling with? I'm going with Big Ben just because Ooh. I hear that we, we can say anything we want about Eli Manning, bro. I'm gonna give it a B. The brother is a 500 quarterback. His great career record, I think, is like 156 and 156. You know what I'm saying? So far as, as he's done it less consistently as Big Ben has for the same amount of time that Big Ben has been doing it. So I don't understand, like, why this is even, like, a debate. Like, I'm going to be honest. Are you kidding like, me right now? Bro, are you? <laughs> Hans Ward. Big Ben Hans has never had a losing Ward. season. Hans I would say that. Hans what are we t- – what is – Are you Are you kidding me? Look at the receivers yeah, the like, man yeah, had. Odell Beckham. Yeah, Odell Beckham. Wait, 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 <laughs> bro, we're gonna act, bro, we're gonna act like he was Wait, Mar, 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 Mar. Let, let Greg say his piece, then you can chime in. Go ahead, go ahead, Greg. I'm just saying, bro. And if we're being legitimately honest, bro, they want like Eli, once they were in the moment, like I'm not even I'm not even trying to disrespect Eli, bro. Like, I swear to you, I respect Eli a lot for what he was able to do, but like, bro, it's not a debate whether Big Ben is getting to the Super Bowl. Brothers are debating every day whether Eli managed to get in because and he has two. Every, and he has bro, two. He has, and he has two and of he them. Had, and, and, and he beat the quarter. And he beat the same person twice to get him. So how? And I like, feel you. Okay, but here's here's what I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. I want you to just recognize that what was the score in those games? It was 17-14. They against the, the Tom Giants, Brady. The, the Giants defense held the greatest show. Held the perfect season Patriots. 
for 14 points when Randy when Tom Brady threw for 50 touchdowns. And bro, it's like and, yeah, I know they the took other- this in the regular season. So we already and, so I mean so what I'm I'm saying yeah, I think what's more important the Super Bowl I'm regular saying, season. I'm, I'm saying it took some Herculean performance by the Giants defense to even give Eli Manning a chance in that in 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 that Super Bowl to begin with. So like, how many quarterbacks are getting away from that sack and throwing and, and making that pass? Because you're so. acting like Eli didn't do anything. I'm not you're saying just, he did. no 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 not, no 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 no. You're giving our defense credit for 14 points, but we still had to go make that game winning drop, did we not? And I feel you. And I'm not, no. and I'm not trying to, and I feel you. And I'm not really, I swear, I'm not trying to, like I said, I'm not trying to discredit Eli. Eli have played his part because he did put up 17 points for them to win the game. But you have to be, you have to be, I'm going to be honest. Niggas going to ask me if that's skill or luck. Nigga, that's, that's luck. In the, mo- in the every sense of the word, bro, that's luck. Driving wow. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's not luck. But what I'm, I'm saying, saying is when I'm you- saying that's 90% luck. And 10% skill. That's Look at the receiver. All right, listen. All right, listen, Greg. I cut you off earlier because you start talking about what Big Ben was doing in the career. I mean, look who the man was throwing the ball to his whole career. And look who Whoa, Eli was doing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to let you run it up. Listen. Okay, but listen. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish and I'm going to let you handle uh-huh. it. Listen, but what listen, I'm saying listen, is, listen, look at... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead, Brian. Say your piece. Look at who Eli was throwing the ball to his whole career, and they have the same amount of rings, and they both had to see Tom Brady in one way or the other, right? Uh huh. They both had to see Tom one way or another with with mm-hmm. the teams that they had, and the, the the people Ben was throwing to were way better than the people Eli first was throwing to. Let me. I'm gonna go off with the list of some of the people that like we're acting like Eli was throwing to hot garbage, bro. He has some pretty good wide receivers. He Odell, did have pretty Beckham, good. Plessico, bro, you Burris, keep, you keep, Victor, bro, you're talking about Victor a team, Cruz. You're talking about a receiver, bro, 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 bro. Sterling You're Shepard? talking about a receiver that wasn't on the Super Bowl team, bro. You keep talking about he, bro. We, we okay, let's go to the Super Bowl. We team. only went he to the Victor playoffs Cruz. with Odell. Okay, he had okay, he had Victor Cruz. He had Mario Manningham. Those were two pretty good wide receivers. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. It, Heinz, okay, and when okay, and when Heinz Ward went to the Super Bowl in 2008, bro, it was the tail end of his career. He retired right after this season. Look at his run numbers for the from the regular season. He Big Ben probably was throwing to good wide receivers, but he only played with Heinz Ward from 2004 to 2008. It was four seasons. Came in the league in 2004, though. Okay, so that was uh, the four I, years he was in the league. The first four years he had Heinz Ward. You're like, come on, uh, Eli Manning, Big Ben, Big Ben, didn't they? Like, come didn't on, they come bro. Like, come on, bro. They both came in the same draft, didn't they? Eli and Big Ben? Yeah, they Eli did. The they same did. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he had he the same team in the league. Yeah. I mean, just Ben just had the more superior r- rookie year, but. Like, I'm not taking nothing away from Ben or anything. It's just I felt like I had to jump in. Like, when you were talking about numbers and receivers, I felt like I had. To, to like remind you of that or something, and the man still and, got it done. That's what I'm telling and, you. And I'm not like like I, no no. And like I like I keep saying, bro. Like I'm not even trying. I'm not trying. It's just the numbers really like that. Like I'm saying, big, like Eli Man is the most complex player of all time because yes, he got two Super Bowl rings, and like they don't win those Super Bowls without Eli Manning. But like Eli Manning also be doing BS, bro. Like he led the league in interceptions like four times. Like and like the brother, like the like the brother, contribute just as much as he contributed to those Super Bowl wins. He also contributed to their failures. A lot of those seasons, a lot of the seasons where they failed to make the playoffs. Big Ben has gone to the playoffs, bro. I think didn't every he just year, lose the Baker? He did. So we not. So I mean, I mean, but he got into the playoffs. Like with Eli Manning, if he's not in the Super Bowl, he's chilling at the crib. Like that's that's really what Eli was doing for 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 real for, for, for most of those for most of the time. But they still I'm got right the same remember. amount of championships, bro, had, right? And I so, feel you. So okay, bro. So what is the, the point? Big Ben has gone to the Super Bowl three times. Eli Manning has gone to the Super Bowl twice. He's never gone to the play, bro. When they went from 2007 to when he retired in 2019, Wait, bro. You Greg, do know we so had to beat Aaron Rodgers, right? You do know we had to beat Aaron Rodgers to get there, right? What and, and what the, the Steelers they beat beat scraps? 
What are we talking about? No, but about I'm just here? saying. No, but I'm just saying though. You're saying that like when he gets in the, you're saying that like he gets in the playoffs and then it's just like we got to see what he's gonna do. But like he's still going up against top notch people before he gets to the main, the boss level. You feel me? He's knocking out Aaron Rodgers. He's knocking out other quarterbacks, and then he gets to the boss level. But we're talking about four, four uh, to win the Super Bowl, especially as a wild tower team. He had to play four games. He won. He. We're talking about eight games from the span of 2007 to 2020 when he retired, bro. Come on, come on. The brother wasn't even going to the playoffs. The only other time he went to the playoffs was when when he had that Odell game. What was Ben doing? What was Ben doing? Oh, ben was going to AFC Championships. Ben was going to at least and what, to at least the wild and card. What? And what? What and was the end? At least what was the end? Can't be there. At what least he gets you there. My bad. I forgot. Right. You're supposed to say that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I, thought I got one more point to make. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. We got this to is, the next. I'm gonna just say this. This is why right. I'm. This is also why I got Big Ben over Eli. Just think about it like this. Three okay. names. He he may unlike Eli Manning. I can't say Eli did this outside of Odell. Maybe and that's a maybe for me. He made receivers. So just a quick question: Does anybody remember who Mike Wallace was? No facts. Sure do. Right, bro. What did he do after? What did he do when he leave, bro? Nothing. Literally, he guess what? He turned a sixth round. He turned a sixth round draft pick into arguably the best wide receiver of his of his time when he was when he was at the top of his food chain. Antonio Brown. Who's on that? Who else is on that team, though? We were on mm. what team? On that with, with Mike Wallace. Who was the receivers in front of him? Hans, oh, Hans Ward. Because Mike Wallace on, was a big guy. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> you can't say big. You can't say. No, listen, listen. You can't say. I'm not going to say you can't say Big Ben is making it. But when you have a veteran or you have leadership like Hans Ward and people in but the locker room like that, then Hans Ward retired in 2009. Bro, what are we talking about right now? I'm saying that ain't not making the difference. It's like, hold on, it's like if you got Jerry Rice on your team, bro, with this, when Jerry Rice was on the Seahawks, bro, like, Jerry Rice on the Seahawks is going to elevate, is definitely going to, like, elevate and help talent, but it's not like every person that Jerry Rice talks to while he's with the receiving core is going to blossom and be super-duper successful. Like, at the end of the day, like, some people, like, that's important, and having that presence is important but it's not going to – it's not, like, the game changer. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're saying Heinz right. was on the team. Heinz was 35, bro. When they went, right, and he listen. retired right after. All right, listen, listen. Mark, 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 Mark. So you got the last, uh, last, last one to speak before we switch it up. Come on. I'm going to just say one thing. I'm going to just say one thing. Even if you do talk right. about Mike, Lo- Mike Wallace falling off or going to whatever team he went to, I doubt the team he was going to, he was being given the same role as the Steelers. Like, when he was on the Steelers, he wasn't – the main focus. He, I he went he to the, he good. went. Wait, Greg. Wait, Greg. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I can answer this question for him. All right, yeah, wait, Mar, you got, hold on, Mar. Mar wasn't finished yet. Go ahead, Mar. What'd you say, bro? I said you wasn't finished yet. Go ahead. Say what you had to say. No, go ahead, Greg. I think Greg knows right. what I'm saying. All right, Greg, yeah, like ahead. I yeah, I understand what he's saying, but I'm saying like okay, when Mike Wallace left. He went to the Miami Dolphins. He was their number one wide receiver. And he, got paid. he got paid. He, he got paid. exactly though, he got, but he was he never a he was never a no, he was never a number one yes, wide he receiver. Was. Yes, he was. He, bro, he was. They, bro, t- yes, he was in yes, Pittsburgh. With Pittsburgh, when they went to the, uh, the, the to the uh, to the Super Bowl in 2010, he was the main nigga. I'm sorry, he was the main the, dude. And, the, and 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 they threw him the pass. I remember on fourth down, they threw him the ball. Because he was their go-to. Everybody was like, Mike Wallace, Mike Wallace, Mike Wallace. He was the dude. And, he, and even with Hans Ward there, his, his Hans Ward's last Hans Ward wasn't even there in 2010. No, he was. He was. He was. No, he was? In 2010? Yes, he was. No, he was there, but he wasn't Hans right. Ward. Hans Ward. Hans Ward barely had 400. Didn't even have 400 yards receiving his last year in the league. Mike Wallace almost had 2,000 yards that same year. All right, guys. All right, guys. We got to take it over to the next topic. Great debate. I love it. We got to continue this after, uh, you know, off the live. But now we're going to go to the final topic. <laughs> we're going to continue this on the on the final topic of today's episode. Uh, as, at the time of this recording, it is Saturday. Tomorrow is the first week of the NFL uh, season. Very exciting. Uh, we're going to basically go down a bunch of the teams that are playing for tomorrow. And we're going to make our uh, predictions on who will come out. And- Greg, right? Okay, awesome. Yeah, and we're going to come out as, as the winner. So we're going to go for them. So the, the first game, 
the Eagles and Falcons. Uh, who do you? I'm gonna start off with Chris. Who do you have winning this matchup, and why? Eagles and Falcons. Who you have? I'm gonna go with the Falcons because they got more seasoned veterans than y'all. They have a lot more. I, and I and it really I, like what people are saying. I don't know what to expect from the Eagles this year. I know you're not gonna be good, but I don't know what to expect. I don't know what I'm supposed to see. So just because the season veterans in Atlanta, I'm going with the Falcons. Okay, uh, Mar, I'm going to swing it to you. The Eagles or Falcons? Who do we have winning? The Falcons. The Falcons. Okay, uh, Greg, I'm going to swing it to you. The Eagles or Falcons? Who do you have winning? Yes, sir. Um, I uh, I'm going with the Eagles, man. I I don't I still don't trust the Falcons defense, and I trust the, I trust the Eagles defense more than I do the Falcons defense. And I like the Eagles offense with Jalen Hurst at the quarterback position. So I'm going with the with the with the with the Eagles. The Falcons and and the Eagles. Who do you have winning? I got the Eagles. Um, both these teams are very bad, but I think Jalen Hurts is going to show us something tomorrow. I think he'll open think, the offense yes, up a little bit. Yes, sir. I love so, the edit. I love the edit. Jalen Hurts will show us something tomorrow. Okay. The, the Steelers versus Bills. Who do you have winning? Man, Chris, I'm going to keep it a B, man. I really don't think the Eagles are. What happened? What did you say, Greg? Sorry. I was saying, I don't, I'm going to keep it a B. I don't really don't think the Eagles are as bad as people are making them out to be. Like, we have a. a, a, right, a, that's, a that. that's, that's a topic for another day. That's a topic for another day. We'll, we'll, that's a topic for another day. Still is a I'm Bills, right? my fault. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with uh, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Bills. The Bills, okay, you going with the Bills, Chris? The Steelers or Bills? Who you going with? I gotta give it to the Bills. I feel like they're the better the, team. To the better team, okay. Brandon, Steelers or Bills? Who you going with? The Bills, of course. Bills, of course, and Mar, you, uh, Steelers or Bills? Buffalo. Buffalo, it is. Now the next game. The Vikings and the Cincinnati Bengals. Who are we rocking with? Mar, Vikings or Bengals? The Vikings. Vikings, okay. Brandon, Vikings or Cincinnati? Justin Jefferson and the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris, Vikings or Cincinnati? Bro, they got Dalvin Cook, so I'm going to go on Vikings. Oof. Going the Vikings, okay. Greg, last but not least, Vikings or Bengals? You, you, I'm, uh, I'm gonna round it out and and say and say Vikings as well. Okay, okay, all right. Next game, the 49ers versus Detroit Lions. Uh, Chris, who are you rocking with? Bro, San Fran. This, I don't even know where to talk about this. What, Ooh, what, what, we right. what, what do we really expect the Lions to do? I'm gonna keep it. A, I'm gonna keep it. A, I'm gonna keep it a buck, Colin. You should just ask everybody if anybody else has, as anybody has Detroit. <laughs> yeah, so I was, like I was actually what I was gonna do actually. So if anyone got Detroit, <laughs> no one called the upset. Got Detroit. Sorry. All right, Brandon. Upset. Oh, come on, man. Sam Tento's behind it. All right, we're going to go to the next one. Cardinals versus Tennessee Titans. Who are we rocking with? Uh, Mar, I want to swing it to you. Tennessee. Tennessee. Brandon. Tennessee. Cardinals. Tennessee. Tennessee. All right. Chris, Tennessee, Cardinals. I got Cardinals tomorrow. Cardinals. All right. Greg, last but not least, Tennessee or Cardinals? I'm going with the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Okay. Two for two in this one. This is going to be exciting. Can't wait to go back and, and you know, take a look at, look, take a look back at these. The Seahawks and Colts. Uh, Chris, Seahawks and Colts. I don't trust Carson Wentz, so I'm going with Seahawks. Mm, still don't trust Carson. Got you. Uh, Mar, Seahawks or Colts? Seahawks. All right. I mean, Brandon, Seahawks or Colts? Seahawks. All right. So, Greg, so Colts or Seahawks? Who you rocking with? Uh, Seahawks for sure. Unanimous decision right there. Okay. The Chargers versus the Washington team. Uh, Greg, Washington and Chargers. Who you got? I think this one is a more of like a toss up, uh, but I'm just for one week. I'm gonna give put faith in Ryan Fitzpatrick and hope he doesn't let me down and say the Washington football team. 
Okay. All right. Putting your, putting your faith in uh, Fitzpatrick. Chris, uh, Chargers or Washington? I'm actually kind of excited for this game because I really want to see what the Chargers are going to do. Because while they're in my division, I'm not a fan of the team. I'm not going to deny the amount of talent they have on their football team. Like, they have a lot of talent. And they, but they just can't win. So tomorrow's going to be a good game. So I want to go with the Chargers, but I don't know if that defense, because I know the linebacker, of course, pretty new since they lost Denzel Perryman and Melvin Ingram. And I know Derwin James is coming back, but the secondary also took a big hit losing Casey Hayward. So I might have to go with the football team. I think somehow Fitzpatrick going to do something, they're going to win. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he does come through when, you know, that's one thing about him. He, is, uh, he definitely comes through when it's time to come through. Uh, Mar, uh, Washington team or the Chargers? Chargers. Chargers. And Brandon, the Chargers or the Washington team? Chargers, come on, bro. All right. Now, we got the Jets and Panthers. Now, is this a unanimous decision? Do anyone have the Jets winning? Or are you guys having a pretty – no one? No Jets? All right. So, no one has the Jets winning. So, I guess the Panthers, you know, come through with Sam that. Donner about to throw for, like – like 300, 400 yards and like four to five touchdowns. He about to go crazy on, on his old team. I'm excited for this one. All right. It seems like you calling that one. Can't wait to see him actually do that. Uh, all right. The Jaguar and Texans. Uh, Chris, what's your thoughts on this game? What do you have winning? Trevor Lawrence getting his first win. Okay. Okay. Uh, Greg, Jaguars and Texans. I got, I got Jags. But I got Brandon Cooks going over 100 yards because he's on my fantasy team. God bless. <laughs> All right, uh, Brandon, Jaguars of Texans. Urban Meyer about to get a win as a head coach in the NFL. Mm. All right. And I definitely can't wait to see what Trevor Lawrence does. So I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, the Browns and – oh, sorry, Mar, I almost forgot you. Jaguars and Texans, Mar, who you at? You wasn't missing nothing by by not by forgetting, bro. <laughs> Trey Trey Lawrence for the Trey for the dub. Trey, okay. The Browns and Chiefs. Uh, Mar, I want to see your thoughts on this one. Browns and Chiefs. Oh, I don't know why I got the Chiefs. <laughs> Chris, Browns and Chiefs. I gotta go Kansas City. Kansas City, okay. Uh, Brandon, Browns and Chiefs. Bro, I got the Chiefs. Come on now. Chiefs. All right. Uh, uh, who did I get to? Brandon. Oh, Browns and Chief. Just ask me, bro. Greg. Oh, Greg. Sorry, Greg. Browns and Chiefs. Uh, I'm going with uh, Chiefs going thrashing. Okay, that's fair. The Dolph. Now the next game is the Dolphins and Patriots. Uh, they just released Cam Newton. I actually want to touch on that after at the last topic, but uh, Chris, what's your what do you have between the Dolphins and the uh, Patriots? Where's the game? First of all, is what I want to know. The, the Dolphins and Patriots. Where is the game? The game is at the game is at the Patriots. All right, New England's gonna get the one. Okay, uh, Mark, Dolphins and Patriots. Miami. Miami, okay. Uh, Brandon, Dolphins and Patriots. The Dolphins, any on my ticket, so they better cover. Okay, Greg, Dolphins and Patriots. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with Patriots. Two about to throw for like three interceptions. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, the next one is the Packers and Saints. I'm gonna go with Greg. Who do you have one in that one? Uh. Devontae Adams on our fantasy league. Okay, Mar. Uh, the so who do you have winning between that match? You are right now. Green Bay. So no one has the Saints winning. Can we just go ahead and say that or no? Sure can. I think this is this could be the upset of the day though. I think Jameis Winston could win this game. Oh my, that's a bold prediction. All right, you rock and rolling with that one. Bro, You're not just, wrong by saying that, boy. No, he is. He is wrong. He is very wrong. No, it, no, no, no. He's not wrong by saying it could be the upset of the day. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. Oh I'm yeah, very yeah. Wrong that part. He never but said. Jim he Winston never said he was winning. winning. I, he yeah, said I never said they're gonna win. I got, I got the Packers, but I said this could be the upset of the day. Like I wouldn't be shocked if they won. Well, okay. I mean, I can't wait to look back at these, man. 
Uh, all right. Uh, so we're going to swing on to the Broncos and Giants. Mar, I think, let, let's be honest here, Mar. The Broncos and Giants. Who you got winning? Uh, yeah, New, here, brother. York? New York? Is that a question? Oof. All right, Brandy. <laughs> the Broncos or Giants? Bro, I got the Broncos running, bro. I ain't going to hold it. That's how I'm saying. You feel me? Like, all right, we going to see. We just got to wait and see. Chris, the Broncos or Giants? Bro, I don't understand everybody keeps talking about the Broncos. Like, they don't like they have a quarterback. If they get a quarterback, they're not going to be anything. So, as of right now, I'm going with the Giants. Okay. All right. Uh, Greg, would you like to cap off with your analysis? Yeah, Chris, Chris, I mean, like, I got just got to respond by saying, but do the Giants really have a quarterback either? Question mark. So I'm going to go with the Broncos. You're not wrong in my opinion. Y'all have a quarterback? <laughs> you're not wrong in my opinion. No, but yeah, Mar, 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 Mar. listen, 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 Mar, Mar, Mar. Hold on. Mar, does anybody Mar, on this Mar, team? Hold on. Hold on. Mar's Before Dex game yesterday, does anybody on this team really have Mar's a quarterback? Going, wait, Mar's going crazy on me. Hold up. Don't but, talk about my but, quarterback. But, but Chris, but Chris literally said the the Broncos don't have a quarterback, so I'm going with the with the Giants. Like the Giants got a quarterback. Like what? Like it was not. Like, my man got hurt last year. What are you talking Who? about? My man was hurt. But even before you act like he was putting up good numbers, like he, he wasn't. Was, <laughs> but what I'm saying, he so wasn't. What, but what I'm saying so I'm, is, I'm, so I have the right to question it because he's not doing well. So do y'all really have a quarterback? Why is that crazy oh, to say? Because I don't understand. Because I never understand. I never understand Yo, how you have a good rookie season and then you fall off for the sophomore season. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're questionable now." You had one good and one bad. How does that not outweigh each other? How is that questionable? I just don't right, get it. All right, listen, listen. We're going to do this off the air, off the air. We, we got to wrap this episode up. We gotta, we're going to do this off the air. Uh, Bears and Rams. Bears and Rams, the last game of, of tomorrow for the first week of the NFL. Bears and Rams. Uh, Chris, I want to rock out with you. Bears and Rams, who do you have winning? Matthew Stafford in L.A. is going to be nasty. I'm going with the Rams. <sighs> okay. Uh, Brandon, uh, Bears and Rams, who you rock and rolling with? Oh, my fault, Rams. Okay. Next, I got the Rams. It's pretty okay. simple. <laughs> All right. So, Greg, uh, um, I got the Rams. All right, Kyle, come on. This okay. Well, I'll go to the next wait, game because we got to talk about Monday Night Football. Yeah. So the Monday Night Football game is the Ravens and the Raiders. So I'm gonna let y'all go. I'll get my input first. I don't think we win tomorrow. I'll be surprised if we win. Cause I don't think so. Cause while I, I'm not, I was never a really big fan of what we did to our offensive line during the offseason. And while I feel like we had a really good offense. Can you just remind the, can you just remind the fans who we is? Like who are you sporting? Just for the people the that Raiders. are watching listen. Yeah, I got you. I'm a Raiders fan. So the day I die. And we're trying to get him some help. Did y'all just lose yesterday? But that's besides the point. Tell Cedric to catch a ball. That's besides the point. Oh, no. We're going going crazy on CeeDee Lamb, bro. CeeDee Lamb had like 10 catches for like 142 yards today. And and that's one of the biggest catches of the game. It's still just the biggest catches of the game. Oh, my. Our quarterback is better than your quarterback. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. right now, record's better than yours. Oh, my goodness. Yes, 0-0 zero zero is better than all one yes. You're, You're right, because right, we didn't sorry. lose yet. It's cool. <laughs> on Tuesday, let's talk to me. Okay, so so we win Monday. Don't say nothing, then. Oh, don't be surprised. Wait, we win, listen, we listen. Come on, now. Chris, if you win Monday, bro, like, come on, now. Cut it out. You told me to cut it out. Get a running back to talk to me. How about that? Goodness. Yeah, see now you just who cares about a water boy? That's what you like? Anyway, like it doesn't matter, bro. Like everything is who's better than Darren Waller? Who's better than Darren Waller your team? Bro, your whole Who is better than Darren Waller on your team? This is my question, this is my question, right? What do we do? What do we do? We play each other. You find that. Why ask you me? Wait, 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 wait
Yo, he asking me like he can't find out. Like, we all got a phone. Like, we all got Google. We can talk about this off the air. We got. We can talk about this off the air. Anyway, I got Chris. I anyway, think y'all can win. Before I was rudely interrupted, I was going to say I wasn't a big fan of the moves, but because it's still early in the week, I feel like we. I feel like we can get the win. I feel like that, but I don't think it's gonna happen. So I'm going with the Ravens next. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Raiders are gonna win this game. Um, I think the Raiders typically are a really good team early on in the season. The Ravens don't really have a running back. Matter of fact, they don't even have their number two running back. Matter of fact, they don't even have their number three running back. And like, and so, <laughs> or number four, so, or uh, yeah. So I just feel like. <laughs> By default, I mean it's not like Lamar Jackson isn't used to be it carrying the team on his own, like carrying an offense. But I just think Derek Carr is uniquely positioned to look really good uh, on a prime time game, and I think he will, you know, do enough to get a win. I'm thinking it's going to be like 27-24. You make me feel a lot more confident about this game now. Thank you for that, Mario. Next, um, Greg. Yeah, basically what you're saying. They're down like 25 people, and. The Raiders aren't just the light team that's going to roll over. They're definitely going to take advantage of the injuries that's going on. Not like the defense is still probably give up 30 to 27 points, but Derek Carr could put up 40. So, I mean, I got the Ravens, but if the Raiders win, I would not be surprised. It's basically like the Cowboys and Buccaneers. Okay. And Brandon, sadly, you're last. I feel like they bought a knife to a gunfight, and I'm going to leave it at that. <clears throat> My goodness. So, 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 so who's winning? Because you didn't say a team. You just, you I just feel like for. Derek Carr showing up to a gunfight with a pocket knife. So, so I'm what's Lamar Jackson showing up with? A butter knife? Because Derek Carr is <laughs> way better than Lamar Jackson. I thought he's going to knock a truck out of somebody. But what? You don't get it. Mario knew what I was talking about. Anyway, let's just keep going. Chris is just delusional. When your team is was your team, your team is irrelevant. Just stop talking to me. My team is All better right, than we, your team. All right, we can do that note. My team is better than your team. Never have, never will be.